Hello and welcome to this week's edition of SBC This Week, a roundup of news and views from around the Southern Baptist Convention. SBC This Week is hosted by Amy Whitfield and Jonathan Howe. Hey, Jonathan, how's it going? Hey, we finally have a speaker, Amy, and it only took 15 rounds like Rocky Balboa versus Apollo Creed in Rocky II. 15 rounds. I was watching. I did not watch every single vote, but I watched uh, the last, watched the the end. It was pretty crazy. And we're able to say that on this podcast because we're recording late because of some scheduling issues. And it's it's Saturday instead of Friday while we're recording this. I am uh, in a car right now on a road trip, so... Kind of, kind of wild. We've done, we've done this in uh, from Tokyo, all, all sorts of places. This time, it's in a car going yep. down the interstate. Yep. So, you could record a podcast in an airport across the world in a car, in an office like normal, in an RV. You never know what you're going to get here on SBC this week. But hey, Amy, let's jump into the news That's this right. week and get things going. Got some news from Hawaii, Amy. Chris Martin. Leaving his post as the Hawaii Pacific Baptist Convention Executive Director for a new role at the IMB. He's going to go over and be their Director of State Association and Network Partnerships. Yeah, so Chris Martin, uh, he announced this on Friday, and uh, he will be leaving his position effective February 17th. He has been serving uh, in Hawaii on the island for 18 years, the last nine as the executive director. So uh, this is big. Now, again, as, as we always say, this is not the Chris Martin that we know. Nor is it the the Chris Martin with Coldplay. That's correct. And isn't there an athlete, a baseball player, yes, or baseball somebody player. named Chris Martin? Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's none of those Chris Martins, but it is the Chris Martin from Hawaii Pacific Convention. Um, but he will be headed to the IMB. And so that means we've got a state convention that's yes. open. So that means we got a few state conventions open right now. We got South Carolina, Hawaii Pacific, the BGCT, the Baptist General Convention of Texas, Texas Baptist, and Arkansas. I think those four are the four that are open right now, if I did my math correctly. Okay. So four right. spots open. That's right. I'm going to tell you the Hawaii Pacific spot, that's going to be the nicest place to live. Yeah, probably I'm the sure one that will get sure the most. I'm sure it will end up being someone who already lit. Yes. That's right. Lots of applications. Lots of applications. So. You too can apply to the Hawaii Pacific. That's right. That's right. Actually, we don't, they're, they're actually meeting at the end of the month. Uh, January 28th is their executive board right. meeting, and then they will announce kind of their plans for the future and what they're what they're looking for so yeah and i'm sure there are many uh, very qualified candidates who are already there yes. serving in hawaii yes. uh, but I, I would assume that i would still assume that that role has some appeal to people absolutely so. absolutely yeah. uh i volunteer as tribute but yeah like like you said though the hawaii pacific role it's, it's a unique one in that it's likely needs to be you know i'm, I'm not on the committee i'm not telling them what to do but Hawaii is such a culturally different place than the states, you know, the the mainland. Right. It needs to be somebody with a history out there. I mean, Chris had passed it out there for nine years whenever he was named the executive director. So I I expect that to be the same. So Yeah, someone who understands the context. Yeah. All right. Well, some sad news, Amy, over at the IMB. Speaking of, uh, Bobby Simmons Rankin the wife of former IMB president Jerry Rankin died January the 2nd in her home state of Mississippi. She was 78 years old. She had served more than 20 years as a missionary to Asia with her husband Jerry before he was named the IMB president in 1993. I think all-encompassing, somewhere close to 40 years of service 
with the IMB. When I heard this, I was so sad. Um, she was, Miss Bobby was the sweetest lady. And I didn't really get to know her that well. I just was around her a few times when we worked at Lifeway. And uh, and we worked with, with Russ Rankin, their yes, son. Their son. Mm-hmm. And so I saw her, yeah. So I saw her uh, just a few times in that context and thought she was one of the kindest people I had ever met. And I just... I just, you could just tell everyone around her just adores, adored her um, with good reason. So uh, this was, this was a a real loss and our hearts go out to the Rankin family. Absolutely. You mentioned uh, Russ Rankin, who worked with us at Lifeway as a good friend. And uh, the the Rankins are friends to many uh, with their 40 plus years service to Southern Baptist through the the IMB. And that, that BP story all about her um, is wonderful. It, the IMB release that is wonderful, tells some beautiful things about her. So uh, we'll put a link in the show notes and, and you should definitely go check that out. Yeah, please do check that out, folks. Uh, and uh, Miss Bobby uh, will be missed and remembered fondly. All right, Amy, it's the first of the month. You know what that means. CP. Yes, and uh, got some pretty good news, Amy. It's the highest we've had this fiscal year. Uh, our monthly total for the first quarter, uh, but it's also below budget again. So, uh, but it's it's closer to budget than it has been. So, for the December total, we came in at fifteen point eight million dollars and change. That brought the first quarter total to just over forty five million for the fiscal year. It's about two point three million dollars off the budget. That's about four uh, percent. But uh, you know, we we talked last month about how we have had a slow start in the past through the budget years. We always seem to catch up around this time of year. The first quarter is usually the strongest quarter in CP giving. So uh, we'll have to watch that January total at the end of this month. Uh, but I do think we'll be in a good spot at the end of January. So just a quick update on the CP, Amy, and also a quick update this past week from the committee on nominations, Michael Kreiner, who's the committee chairman and the senior pastor of Rock Hill Baptist church in Brownsboro, Texas. Uh, just gave a quick update on Twitter this week, said they uh, still receiving nominations, still uh, looking for people to fill the roles of uh, entity trustees at the SBC Executive Committee and the boards and institutions and commissions of the Southern Baptist Convention. So if you have anybody, you can find out information in that and how to get that information to Michael and the committee on nominations. Rounding out the news this week, Amy had a Montana pastor charged with sexually abusing four girls this past week in Lame Deer, Montana. Yeah, so Dean Allen Smith, uh, a longtime pastor of Morning Star Baptist Church, uh, he pled not guilty to federal charges filed against him, um, charged with sexually abusing four girls on the Northern Cheyenne Indian Reservation between 2017 and 2019. That congregation sits um, adjacent to the reservation. The state convention is uh, has been in contact with the church and um, has been trying to to help them in their process as they cooperate with authorities and uh, the u.s attorney's office will be prosecuting the case yes all right so information about that full story is at baptist press uh short news week amy first of the year kind of things getting back going so that'll do it for our news this week and bring us to my favorite part of the week this week at sbc history amy Blow our minds. All right, we're going to go to 1958 when uh, it was announced that the First Southern Baptist Church would be organizing in New York City, Manhattan Baptist Church. So it was going to uh, have their first organizational meeting in the New Yorker Hotel. 
and the chapel from which the church uh, has been was being constituted had been meeting in the 23rd Street YMCA building. Uh, the pastor was Paul James, who was formerly of Atlanta, and I found a 1998 Baptist Press story interviewing Paul James at age 90, reflecting on his early work in New York. He had come to speak in New York, and then he he talked um, about his last you know, night in Atlanta when um, he left his church there. They had a 3,000-member church and then decided to go to New York, and there was no presence there. Wow. Um, but they started meeting in the YMCA in downtown Manhattan and then began to figure out what it looked like to you know, have a church up there. He said, we didn't simply want to be a nucleus of Southern Baptist transplants because it was a lot of church planting, you know, back then was that, that folks had moved to the area and then they wanted, uh, they, they wanted to, to come together, but he said they wanted to connect with local people. They wanted to, um, to contextualize. So they constituted, they actually constituted on January 10th, 1958 with 99 members and it actually became the sponsoring church for 17 um, new chapels that so that's kind of how they started they would start chapels and in five years by 1962 their church and the mission churches that grew out of it had about 3,000 wow. um, he eventually became full-time director of missions for the Metropolitan New York Association. And then he was the executive director for the Baptist Convention of New York, where he served until he retired. So Paul James had quite a, a career up in that you know area, um, an incredible impact. But it all started this week in SBC history with a big announcement um, of the first presence in New York. And so now, I mean, we have all kinds of, of things that are um, happening in New York City. And uh, it really, you can look back and say it all started with this. So, um, so I've got for the show notes the article where it said that it was happening. But then I also have included that interview from 98 with Paul James reflecting on his work there. Man, that's pretty cool. So there's a yeah. there's a book too, like the Book of Acts, the Baptist Convention of New York story by Keith L. Cogburn. No relation to Rooster on that, uh, but uh, yeah, that's a, a great story. He was from New York originally, and had moved down to the South and gotten a Southern Baptist education right. and church experience down here, and was asked by the head of the North American Mission Board now or then home mission board to go and, and start the work. And, and he was the founding member of the New York Baptist convention, basically right. the founding guy. That's amazing. Well, very cool. That's a neat story. Yeah. I didn't know about that. So very, very neat. So it was at the Baptist tabernacle in Atlanta and then the next week in the heart of New York city. Amazing. All right. That's going to bring us to our resources of the week. My resource of the week is something your church may need later this month, and that is a bulletin insert for Sanctity of Life Sunday. Sanctity of Life Sunday is the 22nd of January, so that is uh, just two weeks away if you're listening to this when it's released. So uh, you got a couple of weeks to get that ready here in January, which is a focus on Christian Discipleship Month here in the Southern Baptist Convention. The insert is just a kind of half-page insert. You can print front and back on the sanctity of life and why the ERLC is aiming to make abortion illegal and unthinkable. Um, you know, we, we had a story this week that most abortions are 
outlawed in 14 states across the United States. And I don't think the ERLC is going to stop until they see that at 50 states and not just most, but all abortions. So uh, that's the goal there. And, uh, you know, with the overturn of Roe, big change in legality of abortion. We talked about that on our year-end episode a couple of weeks ago. And uh, the ERLC is uh, continuing to push toward the complete elimination of abortion in the U.S. So uh, that's my resource of the week. Amy, your resource of the week is? A new Bible study from Jen Wilkin that is coming from Lifeway. It's called Abide, and it's a study of 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. So I'm excited. I haven't... yeah, friend of the pot. I haven't actually gotten my hands on this yet, but I will. So uh, very excited about that and wanted to put that out there. Very cool. All right. Well, congrats to Jen on that and Lifeway as well for that new resource from her. Uh, those are always great. Jen's fantastic. And anything that comes from her, I'm sure, uh, will be great. So uh, do check that out, folks. The new Bible study from Jen Wilkin and the Sanctity of Life bulletin insert for January the 22nd. All right, Amy, uh, it's, uh, we're off to a, an interesting start in 2023 with you recording from a car. Maybe we'll have the planes, trains, and automobile edition of the podcast if you uh, combine them all this year. We, we may be able to get that done. You just have to figure out how to get on a train because you're a lot more right. likely than I am on that one. Correct. Correct. So, All right. Well, folks, thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.